I was considering going into Canada for the 4th of July, but not after this weekend. <laughs> I need like a financial cleanse and like an alcohol cleanse because I've been drinking a lot lately. Also, And welcome everyone to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hello. And Jess. Should I just be like, hi, my name is Jess. I am not an alcoholic. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna keep that. I'm, I guess I'm gonna keep that preamble in. And Moa K is here as well. We got the whole crew on. Hi, Jess. Hey. Which we haven't done in a while because of scheduling and me. So hey. we are doing a host hey. pick tonight. Uh, it is my turn. For those who haven't heard host pick before, one yeah. of the hosts here picks something that's streaming on one of the big streaming sites uh, that's free to watch, and uh, it could be a movie or just anything around movie length. So you know. You do the math. It could be anything else. Uh, and I have picked uh, something that uh, we've done before. And it's the third time. Twice the before. Third, <laughs> it's a, it is a trilogy now. And I think this will be the last one based on uh, Nicole's uh, reactions when I was watching with her. Yeah. Um, which have been the... Which have been similar every time, uh, but the, but they've been fun discussions, and you you uh, okay and Jess have, have liked more than Nicole has, and they that is of course Love, <laughs> Death and Robots Volume Three on Netflix now. That is a uh, uh, animated short, anywhere from five to twenty ish minutes, uh, and they drop seasons every cup. It's been going on four or five years now. They have a season three that just came out uh, maybe a month or two ago. It's nine episodes, uh, and so I pick six to do each season for us to talk about. Uh, very unique animated styles each time. Uh, this time's got some bigger names involved, uh, and we'll talk about those when we get to those shorts. Uh, so the three, the, the season is nine, but we're only doing a six. Okay. And the six that we're doing is Three Robots Exit Strategies, which is a sequel to one we did in uh, season one. Bad Traveling, The Very Pulse of the Machine, Night of the Mini Dead, Mason's Rats, and Jibato. And those are the six we're doing. We're not doing the other three because I didn't want to do those three. I wanted to do the other six because they're the better ones. Um... Quick thoughts from you guys before we get into the episodes on the past two seasons that I've made you watch. So, this is the third time we've been doing it. I have to say, I think season three has been the worst season. I I remember, I don't remember the episodes, obviously, because my memory sucks and they're all very short. But I remember my reaction was, <laughs> some of them are great, some of them were not. But some of them I really did enjoy. I don't think I have one or two that I'm like, oh my gosh, that was really fun watching these. I think... Like every TV show, the seasons just get worse as they go on. <laughs> All right. Weakest so far from Jess. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Jess took the words right out of my mouth. I was like waiting for the one because I think I was in the same spot as Jess, whereas there were some that I really disliked and some that I shocked. I was shocked at myself for liking. Um, we're going to be hard pressed this time to find one of those. And Nicole. Uh, I hated them in the beginning. I hate them now. Great. <laughs> yeah, essentially. I'm a flat line grateful, of hate. <laughs> grateful to hear that this is probably the last go around. Alright. Not the reaction I was expecting, because this is the highest rated season of the three. It's um, getting the what? highest reviews of all three. Oh, it's got... Uh, th this is the... People are saying the first season that has no bad episodes, which I disagree with, but... Um, 
This is the highest rated season across the board, which um, that makes I, no sense. It's all it's a sample boys, size. It's a sample size, this. not big enough. Like sometimes you need to have more people vote. I don't get it. No. <laughs> I, I I mean I like I like all three seasons because I like I just like the anime I like animation different styles different stuff going on first seasons the is like seventeen episodes so it's extremely uneven but there's some some of the best episodes still there two is like more consistent but like kind of bland and I thought this season had the most highs I I really enjoy uh, I would say three of the ones I think we're doing are like re- like great I loved them uh, maybe even four I really liked a lot of these more than some of the other ones. Uh, and then one I picked because it's a sequel. Because I, I uh, you know, but we're yeah. going into each one now. If you haven't seen it, Netflix going to go into spoilers on each one. Jess, kick us off. Three robots exit strategies. Three. Okay, my summary or my thoughts. Uh, you do, you, you do your little notes. Yeah, thing do you a great do, summary. Right? Yeah, I did. I did write notes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, exit strategies. That was the first one I think on my list to watch. Um. Chris Rock, question mark. Diverse robots explore the land. I don't get how everyone died. How does the Alexa know everything? Rude holograph. Tech millionaires were idiots. The tech millionaires last supper. Mars was a bad idea. Wait, never mind. It was a good idea. LMFAO. (laughs) All right, so... So, so, so was this really off. Chris Rock or a Chris Rock wannabe? Because if it was not Chris Rock, it was someone who who wished he was. Uh, no, none of these. The, the, no one was Chris Rock. I know the one you're talking about. But didn't about, his but... voice have like that Chris Rock-esque to it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of these actors are like mostly like either small TV parts or voice actors. There's a couple of famous people, um, but no, there uh, no, there was no Chris Rock in this. Chris Parnell was the uh, was the cat at the end. Okay, who's gonna one. know that? I mean, did he say anything? He said, uh, "That is." He's an SNL alum. Uh, he sips. Yeah. He sips the drink, and uh, he says, uh, "Who are you expecting? Elon Musk?" And, yeah, then, he, and then everybody laughed. Uh, so, did you like this one, Jess, at all? Um, I don't think I disliked it, but it wasn't great. I think that's probably gonna be my reaction to all of them. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, some things are funny, like the the Last Supper kind of scene with the millionaires. Um, but I don't think robots were ever a theme that I really resonated with or thought that it was amazing right. or something that was really cool. Right. Interesting. Uh, the, for, I, I, when we did the original one, this I, the original three robots, which was the same three robots... I don't remember if you said Chris Rock in that one, but uh, the, I think that was either your favorite or second favorite one of that series. Um, but uh, let me see. What was it called? Let me see if I can like one. find my notes to that one. It was, was just it called? called Three Robots. What happened in that one? Same kind of thing. The three of them are like robot tourists, and they just kind of travel through the human apocalypse and like comment on stuff. Oh, so was it before this part of the apocalypse? I'm guessing. I don't really think it matters. The before oh, okay. the other one, they go they go to just like a town, and then they oh, just okay. like, oh, oh yeah, what yeah, is yeah. this basketball? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. what is? Oh, this? I, like... I can give you a summary of three robots. I, I found my notes to that one. <laughs> does it jog your memory at all, or not really? <laughs> yeah, I think it does. I think the basketball part does. Okay, well, I don't, we don't remember. We... Oh, this was the one about cats. Yeah, that's why the cat was at the end because that's why. Yeah. All right, Mama K, what's your thoughts on three robots exit strategies? Um, 
this is the the story of this one was probably the um least annoying story to me of all of them i i don't want to say that i liked it because i'm with jess on the whole robot situation and also like robot ai taking over and zombies all of those things and bigfoot i don't subscribe to these theories and i don't want to and like you know shark don't subscribe to these theories and sharknado (laughs) all of this kind of stuff that's just way too beyond um life i don't subscribe to so um so i don't care for it but this after this was i think uh the fifth one that i watched um it was it was nice because it was a little break from the like death and gore and there's a lot of death in this love death and robots not a lot of love uh plenty of robots and um i could use a little more love i think so on the whole i don't have a favorite this is the least interesting um in in the style of um animation animation yeah if we want to talk about that that's probably an easier thing for me to discuss but um but as far as story, I also liked, you know, I, I liked the different types of robots that were in this and then the cat at the end. Um, Very interesting, it. the turnaround, because in your original one, I remember it because I listened to it not too long ago, you, uh, that, the original three robots I think was your least favorite in the pack. You hated the humor. You didn't like, uh, the comedy did not work for you. This might give you an insight on what I feel about the rest of these. <laughs> not yeah, a good start. Very scary. Not a Very good start. Very scary. All right. All right, let's get even grimmer. Nicole, what'd you think of <laughs> Three Robots Exit Strategies? Oh, my God. Time I will <laughs> never get back. Yeah, well, um, I I really dislike the uh, self-awareness of the of the humor in this. Um, I, I don't find humanity's demise comical, I guess. I don't know. It's... I guess they're just trying to set us up for funny scenarios of how people died. Um, but that doesn't really make any sense. Like, I feel like people wouldn't just die sitting in a chair. Like, this is, that doesn't make any sense to me. So. Yeah, some of, um, like, where the dead people are is like, yeah, yeah that wouldn't not, make sense. That was, that's not very funny. And, oh, the one percenters, they've got their, yeah, their yeah, yeah. island in the sky. And they all thought they were they were doing something so good. But even the robots think they're pretentious. And ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah, the social that, commentary here is just like yeah, so, it's so over the just, top. Yeah, beat me over the head with this. Yeah, and I can't, I can't, I couldn't stand for that. Like watching the whole thing and thinking it was funny. So, um, the I I think I like the, the design of this one the most because it's obviously cartoonish, mm. and I hate that. I hate the um look of some of the other ones more than this one so i'll have to i'll have to probably put this one like at the middle but not for the for the for the um content but for the design <laughs> okay um yeah i like i only picked this one as a sequel i was just curious if anyone remembered it from last time it sounds like vaguely to know um <laughs> I, this is my least favorite of the ones we picked the humor also doesn't work for me as well as the first time around with these robots um yeah, it's a little, little eye rolly. Uh, the animation is solid. It's a solid one. They use they use this kind of style a couple times. Uh, the guy who wrote this was John Scalzi, who wrote the original one, and he also wrote my favorite. I think my, probably my favorite John episode. John Scalzi. 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 
Scuzzy. Scalzy, not Scuzzy. Scalzy. No, Scuzzy is probably some writers of the other, some other episodes. <laughs> um, the, uh, he, but he also wrote one of my favorite ones, which is when the yogurt took over, which is the one where the yogurt buys Ohio oh, or I whatever. I that one. Love yeah. when the yogurt took over. So this guy can write, but uh, yeah, no, this this sequel did not work for me uh, as well as some of the other standalone ones. So we'll move on from this one. No, no need to spend any more time on that one. We can go to. Mama K, why don't you describe? Let's go. Let's go way to the other end. Okay. You do uh, Jabaro. Oh my God, Jabaro! <laughs> I made two notes for Jabaro. Deaf soldier screaming lady. Deaf, sho- <laughs> yeah, deaf, deaf soldier up. screaming lady. Yeah, yep, that's you... pretty much. Um, this is an interesting premise. I think I um. I I don't understand why ever what's this is happening um so that's kind of disturbing for me i understand why he's not affected by the screaming lady is making everyone die um and he's deaf so it's not happening because i don't even think i understood that oh am i I wrong you understand that he was deaf no why but but (laughs) okay How? Okay. All right. I'll wait. Sorry. Go ahead, Mal. Okay. Continue. Um, But the and Nicole's probably going to hate this part. But the realism in this is uncanny. For some reason, they can't do eyes. I don't know why. But until you see, everything looks so realistic, and I feel like it's a a melding of actual real, um, like outdoor scenes plus the mm. um plus plus the animation like they just kind of drew drew into it yeah like over it yeah um that's what it felt like anyway it really felt like i really felt like i was in the outdoors and it had a little bit of a it was real but it also had a little bit of like avatar kind of feel about it um Ugh, and i, I don't avatar. and i don't like avatar so um <laughs> but i think this creatively was probably the most interesting of all of them um, but I wish I understood why a little bit more. You're 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 kind of there, Mama K, with how I felt about it. I okay. will say that I think that the style is absolutely incredible, mm-hmm. but it is so fucking creepy to me that I hate it so much because <laughs> it's really like, real, I, right? Yeah, 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 it's so, so it's a cool style, but you hate it because it's creepy. <laughs> I, I don't ever want to see something like that again because it really. like crept into my soul i don't know um (laughs) the story is weird i don't know what this time setting is supposed to be i don't know if this is medieval or if it's something with um uh religious i don't know what the hell's going on here and i also as i've stated before truly hate over sexualization of fucking cartoon characters which is what i view this woman as um whatever she is and grabbing her boobies a lot and i don't like that um <laughs> but <laughs> i might have missed that uh, part i don't remember that but she she was very touchy um okay. her and dancing just, was very the, uh, the yes. entice the enticement was very enticing yeah, she's like a siren right i mean that's kind of what the feel yeah is. that's yeah, the story whatever, it's a siren whatever this yeah, thing that's... is yeah um the thing i liked about it was the the attention to detail with um one of the scenes was him grabbing her i guess he was starting to feel the attraction and he grabbed her and like like little knives the coins stuck in his hand that was so interesting yeah um like scales and i i I liked that part 
But once again, I'm starting to ski myself out. I just gave myself goosebumps because it's so <laughs> creepy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the story is interesting, um, but I really need to think about it more, I guess. Not that I want to, but it's it's a very in- interesting, intriguing story. Um, his, like, psychotic break after he starts to hear um and unfortunately comes to his demise of going insane and also now be able to hear her her call um i didn't want to like this one i don't like it i don't i don't like it because it freaks me out i don't like it because it freaks me out but um it's probably the best one visually so i have to give it better rating than some of the other ones yeah, you have an appreciation I don't for want- it yeah, I do. Uh, that's that's exactly an how appreciation, I but you do, but you hate how it makes but, you feel. <laughs> but it makes my skin crawl, and the thinking about those coins in the hand makes. Oh, I, hate it. <laughs> I thought it would have been your least favorite. All right, I Jess. think there's worse ones. In your notes, tell yeah. me what you think happened in this in this episode. Because if you didn't know he was deaf, I'm very curious what you <laughs> thought happened. <laughs> um, I don't think I, I I thought much about it, so I wrote. Uh, Beautiful scenery, found a chip, Cleopatra lost her shit, chaos, <laughs> and lost, running away, question mark, fell off his horse, chaos is over, she tagged him, dance off, question mark, bloody dance intimacy, <laughs> dance off, question mark, R.I.P. Cleopatra, uh, resurrection with no gold, Really intense KO. <laughs> All right, not bad. I, I like that was, a, that was an enjoyable one. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm assuming you did not like this one because you did not know what was happening. I don't think I was really comprehending a story. I think I was like stream of conscious just watching it. Um, yeah. I did like. That scene they kept zooming out on, and it was like the entire island or whatever. They kept oh, zooming yeah. it out so oh, yeah, much. Yeah. So that was cool. And I agree with you guys that the um, like the picture was really cool and it was really colorful and like creative and stuff, but I don't think enough to get it any more points. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this, uh, this one was made uh, by a Spanish company called Pinkman.tv, and they did an episode in the original one called The Witness, which had the same director, a gentleman by the name of Albert Miego, and uh, he that one won three Emmys, uh, Best Animated Short, Best Art Direction, and Best Animation for an episode called The Witness, which we didn't do last time, but it's the same animation style. It's this... I don't really know how to even describe it. I've never seen anything like it, and that's hyper-realistic. It is hyper-realistic, yeah. Definitely. It is very... but And it's also, like, shaky POV, like, very in-your-face... Like very visceral, as Nicole is pointing out, very visceral. Like, yeah, it definitely Nicole- evoked some sort of emotion in me, whether that be a positive or negative. I felt <laughs> something watching it that I can't explain. It's very, it's very. I, I feel like it's very like motion sickness, queasiness, yeah. and the subject matter too. Like his last one was the, the witness is all about a woman who sees a murder and then 
she goes to like a BDSM club for the majority of the time, and it's just like oh, God. it's Nicole hard to like. <laughs> it's hard to watch not just because of the content, but because of the style. And in the end, you're just like it's 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 overwhelming. I like it. I haven't found the thing I love yet because like I really like this episode's ambition. The story is like solid. It's it's a, it's a fairy tale. It's a fable. You know the 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 destiny of the two because oh she's so alone, but everyone just wants her treasure, and he's the one person who's different. But then no, he's not. He's just like every other every other warrior he's gonna use her for her gold and then she gets her revenge on him at the end so pretty i thought you know pretty straightforward story oh uh this guy also won an oscar this year for the windshield wiper which won animated short um, oh, wow. so yeah this this guy's gonna make something i love but he hasn't he hasn't made it yet um but i i really do like his style because like nicole i feel like gross and sick and like not well watching it, but I, I look for that sometimes in film. You know, I, <laughs> but that's I what want I to, like feeling gross, sick, and unwell. I want to oh, feel. I, I want this. This is the best. I watch things to uh, experience emotions because uh, that's that's the best way I know how. I didn't All think right. this was remotely uh, gross, especially if we start getting into some other stuff. So I didn't. I didn't have that. Issue. Well, that's what I, one that... I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier when you when you said. You know, perhaps the title of this series isn't really what it's supposed to be. It should be like death, gore, and robots. Like it's really <laughs> yeah. gory. Yeah. This season's the lightest yeah. on the love, but we there's also there's a few episodes with the love uh, that we didn't do. Also, in this in this case, love is uh you know when there's love episodes, there's going to be a lot of animated boobies, and Nicole does not like the animated. Oh boobies, no, so. I don't want no more boobies. Well, then if you're gonna, there's going to be love. There's, sex, there's gotta death, be love and robots to- doesn't. Ha- the- Love does not mean there has to be excess boobies. I'm pretty sure all the times that sex happens in Love, Death, and Robots... It makes me sound prudish, I have to say. I know how it comes off, but it's not prudish. It's just, I don't don't like that someone draws it. I'd rather just be organic. Coming from the artist. When you're you're old, you're going to sound real prude, and you're like, I don't like when the cartoons bang, and all the the kids are watching the cartoons bang. It makes me think about when someone made, like, Family Guy porn. Like, I don't understand it. Why does (laughs) someone find that cool? Oh, All right, no. let's get to okay. Nicole. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'm gonna toss you a softball. Uh, Night of the Mini Dead. Oh, this is the best one by far. It was five minutes long. It was, it was <laughs> best one. The it's funny. Um, it I like the I like the intensity as it grows throughout the whole clip, and we get what I can only imagine being a Trumpish character at the end that detonates every nuclear bomb in the world to just <laughs> explode the country and the stupid little fart at the end was kind of dumb but um i i i liked watching all the destruction <laughs> i thought it was funny um yeah that, that was i like the animation style of this one too it was kind of like grainy it looked like little it looked like someone did stop motion like claymation type of thing so if they did that props to them because that is a feat yeah, i'm not exactly sure how they did the animation but yeah this one definitely is different than any other ones in the series there's not mm-hmm. one that's like kind of similar maybe uh ice age when they're in the freezer the the jesse you watched that one last time and i think you've seen that one too before with mary elizabeth winston oh I, I was thinking of like the cartoon me too oh, what the hell are you like, talking how about how is this like life i will at all. forget it Forget it. I was it. like, where's Sid the Sloth? I didn't see that part. I'm sorry I said <laughs> anything. Your motto has entered the room. You need to uh, know your audience, Brennan. 
<laughs> Clearly, no. I, I, why would I reference the last episode of this we did when you know, your mind's immediately uh-huh. going to a movie we have nothing to do with? All right, uh, Jess, go ahead. What do you, uh, what do you, do? What do you got for us? I, I agree with the call. This might be my favorite because it was just easy and short. Um, let, me, let me read what I wrote. Um, ominous. Freaky teenagers. Zombie apocalypse. They even went to China. The world is basically ending. Every country doesn't have a plan. Wow, that was really short. <laughs> huh? Nice. I mean, you, I don't know why the even China part, but yeah, no, that's a that even sense. China. <laughs> so we got two. Uh, one of the better, if not the best one, because uh, the brevity. Well, it was like easy, <laughs> short, like funny. I agree with Nicole. The fart at the end was just stupid. Yeah, it's it's a still a sophomore show at its at its core, despite all the cool animation it does um wait, okay wait when y'all are saying the fart at the end are you talking about it's, where the earth is in the solar system it ex- yeah it explodes yeah, it and it's a little, like a little puff noise. instead of like a, a okay i don't a I, raspberry i actually like that and i don't i'm oh, not a big okay. fart joke person so um so this was the first one that's, that i watched and cool. i had to start it over because i realized i wasn't paying attention um <laughs> i don't know why and um you watched five extra minutes of this stuff i don't think i did but i had it on for five <laughs> extra minutes so <laughs> i'm pretty sure i didn't because all of a Thought sudden you could just zone out and not pay attention i really kind of did a little bit well i was like they're what are they okay they're uh, that's the point of these you have to pay attention because they're so short yeah and it's not like a two-hour movie where you can kind of like you know skip no. around in the middle like no and you know, i had they're only 10 minutes long Okay, well, and I had forgotten that clearly, and it was the first one. That's why I had to watch it twice. Um, you know, so it's the kids making out, or I don't know if they're kids, whatever they are, the humans that are making out in the cemetery to start with, and that... They're cartoons. Okay. They're banging cartoons. Banging cartoons, and As then... As I put it, freaky teenagers. Freaky <laughs> teenagers, and then here come the zombies, and I was like, oh, no, oh, no. The thing that saved this one for me was the animation style, where it was like, because after they do the cemetery thing, then they're, they're driving down the 405 in Los Angeles, and they're on Runyon Canyon, and... <laughs> I think it's hilarious that all the bougie people who hike Runyon Canyon are like in the second wave of getting killed. That's oh, great. Oh yeah, yeah, that is awesome for me because I'm just like you, dumbass Californians. Sorry, all of our California <laughs> listeners. I'm a Californian myself, but yeah, it's it's just too poser bougie for me to be Runyon. So, um, so I was like enjoying that part of it, but then it just became then, and I liked that all of they were showing all the different places in the world. I liked all of that, and then uh, I enjoyed the thing at the end because it's like this is everyone is just so spazzed out about everything in the world. I realize it's our only world, but also we are just the tiniest, tiniest speck of mm-hmm. the universe. And you know how important is all of that honestly so i like the message i like the message of this and i liked the style of it but i fucking hate zombies and that really were they getting bigger that didn't make any sense and then they were yeah they were getting they go to like a radioactive plant and i think at that point they're just like yeah fuck it make big giant ones yeah something gets i mean you know uh, some truck gets tipped over and then all of a sudden everything's green and now they're big guys um, but a couple yeah. of them are like shooting fire, like the really big ones. Yeah, it just gets absurd. Yeah, it's just like I an just, absurd apocalypse movie. Yeah, I just but in five minutes hate zombies. So 
Yeah. Other, I love when the missiles are launching and they take out and one, it cuts to one in like Antarctica and like it takes the penguins. It it's <laughs> yes. squad of penguins. Yeah. Oh man! I mean, I don't want to. There's a at couple that, of small little kind of did. Yeah. There's some small little because like that's the whole thing is it's it's all we haven't really said it. It's all in miniature. Yes. And it's just and it's got like classical music playing behind it the whole time. Tilt and, shift. Um, Isn't that what that's called? That kind of what? tilt shift. That kind of. I don't know. Filming the way that they filmed it, so everything looks. Oh, that sounds right. Is that right? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it could be. I, I, if you would, you would know more than me. I don't know. I don't know that specific uh, oh. style you're speaking of. But okay. like, yeah, like a lot of little cutaway. Like the the hockey game is like fun. This is like one of the Blood, Death, and Robots. The humor ones are not as good for me, except for like the really short ones, like this one when the yogurt took over. The Christmas one. You guys remember the Christmas one with the monster that uh, the naughty or nice monster that spit presents out of the kids? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I like the short little humorous ones. Um, so the, this one's in that vein. It's like a top, it's a top top end episode in in that way. It's like when I it started, I was like, ah, zo- I had the same reaction as okay, ah, zombies. I am some yeah. of these zombies. I'm um, you know, it's saturation, but it does it in its own little clever way, and it's quick, and it 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 basically packs all the punches you want in a zombie movie in five minutes, and you don't have to you know sit any sit anymore. But what else is there to say? So uh, we're at the halfway point, back around to Jess. Stick with the humorous ones. Mason's Rats. Okay, Mason's Rats might be my favorite. Mason's Rats or Night of the Dead. Um, Let's see. So I have Angry Irishman, Rat for the Win, Called an Exterminator, Advanced Technology, Accidentally Killed a Cat, Got a Super Robot, Seems to be Doing the Job, does the job really well. Having a huge war. The one shot and killed the robot. Rot, rat gives peace offering. The end. Well, I don't nice. know. I think I think this one I probably like the best. This one might be my favorite. Just the you like the the camaraderie of the rats and the man. The the humor worked for you. You know. Yeah, what, what I, the... I I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on what the I charming like story. It's just a feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling. We'll see if we can pin, pinpoint the me. feeling. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, Jess had a, another really stellar summary of of this. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine was a lot less Scottish rats versus scorpion machine. Um, <laughs> that was your summary. <laughs> who will Who will win? Um, yeah, I mean, I like to I like to listen to you know different accents as much as the next person. And why didn't he just make friends with the rats to start with? So, oh, that's. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I suppose you could say that. <laughs> I I thought of it the other I thought of it the other way. Why at the end when he turns on the robot, did the rats forgive him so quickly? I um, think because I realized that. Either they forgive him or they die. Or they die, yeah. I think, th- I I also thought it was a possibility that they didn't realize that him and the robot were, like, on the same side. I thought they maybe thought robot was, like, a third party. Like, it was unrelated to the old dude. I don't, I don't know how much mind they paid the old dude until he saved their asses <laughs> at the end. Um, why did, he, why did he not make a rat? Because that's not a story. What do you, oh, I have rats in the house. Let me make a treaty with them. And then that's the end of the thing? No, that's not what's going to happen. Come on. <laughs> And why was it I a scorpion? I want to know why the rats were 
Well, the rats were... He was unfazed by the level of shooting the first version <laughs> did. But then when the when the scorpion came in, he was appalled at what was happening. Like, that first one was going off 30 per second, and he had no problems with that. But then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow, these things are really rough. <laughs> like... That's what the whole point was. But once he saw like the like trying to escape the horror rats, like the like the runaway rats, yeah. and then like it's like a little family running away, and then it catches the last one, and then as love the death of robots, overly intense gore, overly shooting the rat gory. We get reaction shots I from mean, all, all our of, other characters. All of this is overly gory. Yes, yes, it's a very gory series. We haven't even gotten to what I would say the goriest one is, but like, yeah, uh, lots of lots of shooting and, and extra over the top. But it, uh, this one's like kind of sweet at its core. I kind of like it. Like, I, I, I like this one quite a bit actually. It's uh, the, there's one that kind of has this animation style in the first one called the dump that is terrible. Like, it's really bad. Um. But this one I, I actually liked a lot. Like I think this is one of my favorite ones this season. Uh, do you have any other thoughts? There you go. Oh, you... High five. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm with Jess. This is a really good one. And and uh, Night of the Mini Dead. We got something out of this one. Um, do you have any other ones to call? I kind of cut you short there. No, I actually cut Mama K off. I don't think she got to say what she wanted to. But um, okay, I, well, okay. I, do you have anything else? Uh, no. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I'm all set. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I I, th- I thought this one was funny too. I I liked this one. The the uh, I liked it because of I don't know. It's so hard to describe these. They all kind of suck. I, that's what I, I just I know. <laughs> I have a hard time too. There's something about all of them that I wish was different. But there's something that I would find more charming about this one than the other ones. Like um, I like how angry the guy gets at it and tries everything. He spends this exorbitant amount of money on stupid. Uh, TV screens and shit to get rid of rats, but meanwhile the rats are just like these um, military rats, right? Like that, <laughs> like that cockroaches. Is funny. Yeah, yeah, that is a funny concept. But at the end, watching them with the medical tent and everything going on, like it's outlandish. I, I don't, I don't find it as as comical as others probably do. But something about it is just is there. I think in describing these things, though, I think part of it is. Part of it is that they're so short and part of it is that they're animated. It's like there's something visceral about that that makes us like, for me anyway, that makes me appreciate the the, the amount of storytelling and the and the way yes. the story is told in such a short amount of time. I mean, sometimes we watch a whole movie and, and how, how many times we're like, oh, my God, they could have got a half cut a half hour out of that yeah. movie. They probably could have cut an hour out of that movie kind of thing. And I think there's something about this that just uh, it, it really uh, is reflective of the art of storytelling and the art of animation. And maybe it may be in our dark whole of souls we appreciate that but just don't know how to that's that's it. really why i do love death roads for you guys because you guys are not the target audience i am well aware that like I'm yeah more, we're like, not 30 year old dudes yes i understand and even i am not really the target <laughs> audience dude for this i'm not the, no. like i know guys who really love this and they're the guys who would assume would really love this yeah i love it because what we just said is because i love shorts i love anthologies i like 
stories that are, you know, put together by a common thread of, in this case, just Love, Death, and Robots, real broad. Usually they're sci-fi or horror-y, but um, they're short. They wouldn't make a good movie, but you can also do things like Mason's Rats. You're not going to make a whole movie out of that. You can't make a show out of that, but you still want to show, you know, like I have a story about rats fighting off a human and the human befriends them after the robot. Like you can only do that in so many ways. And this show does all the different animations, so much creativity, so much like interesting ideas. And that's why some episodes are so bad. They're unwatchable. And there's some really, really good ones. It's because you get all these different little like things that you wouldn't, you wouldn't get out of a regular two hour movie or you wouldn't get in a six episode series on Netflix. Like did you you also find though that some of them ended abruptly is that just this me? season more than others actually there were there were some abrupt ones yeah a little bit there was abrupt ones we didn't even do yeah yeah there, there was one that i almost picked called swarm and that one ends extremely that one's actually directed by uh, tim miller guy who made uh, deadpool movies and he's one of the creators of the show along with another guy who we'll get to at the end um but it's yeah the, the, this season has a couple a couple of really like less than satisfying maybe endings, the next again, one the, the crab one that one ended really abruptly i would agree but that one we're saving for last because next up we're doing the very pulse of the machine okay very pulse of the machine oh did you pick me to get this one because this... i gave you this in jabaro because these are the headier ones yeah this was a hundred percent my least favorite of this because your so... least favorite? oh my god so much space and i didn't Not care least? and yeah i my notes are very small two chicks on io have a bad trip um in a couple different ways one has a bad trip because she dies the other one has a bad trip because she's tripping and she's taking narcotics and that's that's her story Um, you could argue it's bad traveling um really you didn't like this one i'm disappointed i'm sorry i didn't well no i'm not really sorry i just i don't from the very beginning i was just like oh i no i don't like where this is going and i don't i didn't care about it at all i didn't care that the woman died i didn't care that the other woman was going off into this you know i don't know yeah no i don't I don't have anything to say about this one. Cause you I, have nothing to say about I don't, because I really... <laughs> I hate, like, space movies that are um, just about when are they going to die. And that's what this was. So, um, so you don't you don't like any... Right, I'll, I'll save it for my part. I'll get everyone else. You can save it for your part. The part I did like was the end. The, the very, very end where, um, again, where she's they're part of io and then they're just like poof that's it that was my favorite part and it was very much like the what night of the mini dead where you're just a little poof at the end so gotta love the cosmic farting for mama k uh nicole what uh very close to the machine um i don't i think there was some continuity errors in this one that i couldn't look past um interesting okay i didn't understand what caused them to crash in the beginning um that led to this whole scenario and it didn't make sense because what we get at the end should should have come around full circle somehow to create the next crash like it just that's what i thought it was gonna be 
And when yeah, that you mentioned that to me. So you yeah, thought like, like, the original event was when, supposed to be like a thing and not just like a freak well, yeah, accident, like a freak. When she when uh, she falls into wow, the, the pool deep. of whatever, it created this explosion, and that is what I thought was the original thing that happened. Was the I first get it? One. Oh, so and you I thought see. it was just like this loop. It, that's how life is created again. Yeah, that well, that's a, a better story, a honestly. Better right? Yeah. Fuck me for thinking that they would actually put something in there like that instead of. <laughs> I still like the ending sense, we got. But the pool and died. Good. Yeah. yeah, that's so, a solid ending. I might have been interested if that were the case, Nicole, because I just felt like the story did nothing. No, you wouldn't. You don't believe in it. You don't believe in time loops or whatever. You're like, yeah, it's just part I of the m- like moon that. now. Well, when you, you miss out on an opportunity to do it at something like this, that's foolish. Yeah. You, sh- I should have put a little. No, more no. Now that you put paint it out, that's actually a pretty. That would be a solid way to end. I like the ending, but like that's a good ending. Yeah, it didn't make sense how they just ended it with her. It's up up to us to decide if she continued to live or if she died. Okay, great, whatever. Um, yes, but the timing doesn't quite make sense to me with the lack of oxygen. Seems yeah. like she's been walking for thirty something kilometers. <laughs> And that oxygen should have been out by now, or did she not move at all because she was mixing her her drugs? And was she really talking to the planet or whatever? Like, I get that that was the whole up for us to be interpreted of anything, but um, I I wish that it just it it just threaded that needle at the end, and that would have made everything. Who cares what happened? It, this was the end of a life or something. I don't know. Assisted suicide. Whatever they wanted to make it. Um, but uh, instead, it, I, feel, I feel like it was just some chick that was high on morphine just talking to some someone that some dead body. <laughs> nice. So. Jess? Yeah, real nice. This one, I felt like I was watching a movie. Like, I think enough yeah. happened in this a uh, 15 minute or 20 minute episode that was like a hundred I'm sorry a minute like an hour 30 like it was pretty plot worthy um, so yes, I wrote big explosion her friend died now she's about to die stole her friend's oxygen loaded herself up with drugs her dead friend is talking to her reciting random poetry encountered a giant Martha Taking all the drugs, uncovered a machine, dreamlike imagery, making peace with her ending, suicide. That's it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So did you like it? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Uh, I'll have to I confer with myself. I just felt like no. it was. It, I honestly did think I, I like I watched a whole movie in fifteen minutes. That's because I think like it felt really slow. Happened. It was like that's what. Yeah, it was slow, but it was also compacted. I don't know. It was unlike hmm. the others, just where there was like more. Things it was going on, definitely unlike the others. Yeah. It reminds me of the one that we watched. I guess it was the first time where they see all the shapes, the fish shapes in the sky. Oh, I think night. I really liked that one. Yeah, yeah, that was everyone's favorite. Ex- yep. Nicole liked it, but every uh, the, the three of us, we all love Fish Night. Yeah, yep. it's a similar animation. It's that. Uh, yeah, that's what reminded me of it. Novel. Yeah, we need something like Fish Night in here. These were too like boyish. <laughs> well, Fish Night, Fish Night was unlike any of the. Uh, I mean, we keep saying unlike. They're all kind of unlike each other. Yes. There's not the. There's there. I don't know. I, I think f- like the robot. Kind of like 
I don't know, uh, many dead exit strategies was like kind of similar. It would attract a similar kind of audience. That's true. That's true. This is for a specific audience, but like as far as like the actual storytelling, the animation style, and like every like the voice of the director and the and the the, the animators behind it, like it's like I would say they're all they're all very they're I think they're all pretty different like from each other. The only thing that binds them is is a general theme and like a lean towards violence and gore. They're they're violent, more violent and gory than the average whatever of this. Um most of them. Uh I I was a little I, I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. I really like Very Repulsive Machine could be my favorite episode of the series. I love Very Repulsive. Um Ooh. loved it. So good. Tense from the beginning, um, with the with the struggling with the oxygen thing. Uh, I the the journey it seems insurmountable, but I feel I I at no point am I like she's gonna give up or anything. And then when the thing starts talking to her, you know, I start listening to it and it, like it kind of speaks broken sentences. And then Justice Wright says starts kind of talking poetry. And if you look on the ship at one point, I think there was like a couple of books that like fell while the, during the crash is happening, and sh- you find out that this planet is a living thing refers to itself as a machine and like is pulling all this data out of what's left of the dead, the dead woman's brain, the dead friends. And so it's pulling out like broken sentences, passages of poems, probably from the, from the books. And then ultimately has to convince our hero, uh, Kivelson to just like throw herself into the thing at the end and become one with the machine. Uh, a lot of, I've only seen this one two or three times. Uh, so more to mine from like the, the things that are being said, but, uh, very, I, I like this one. This one's got a lot to chew on. And like, this one's one where like, I can go back and get new things. And like, it's not, you can't always do that with shorts. Also, before we close this one out, anyone recognize the voice of the main lady? It is somewhat famous person that we all know. Anybody? Negative. Dolly Parton. Played by, voiced by Mackenzie Davis, who we better know on this show as... Oh, Tully. Tully the Terminator. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tully what? the Terminator. Oh, maybe if I knew that ahead of no time, idea. I would have liked a little bit more. what you're talking about. She was, she was Tully in the movie Tully, and the, the, the like, the... Was she in a nanny in that movie? And then she was in the newest yeah, Terminator. She's like she's Mary like Poppins, the young Terminator. Oh. Yeah, she's in. She's in. Oh, she's in a Black Mirror. San Junipero. She's the girl with the glasses. Okay, I've never heard. I've never watched any of this, and I've never heard you, this person. You've watched. You've watched several of those things. No, I have for the not. show actually. No, you have Black Mirror. You watched Black Mirror, San Junipero. Yes. Oh, San Junipero. Yeah, I did watch that actually. With the glasses. God, oh, I did not like that. Tall girl with the glasses. Two girls. Wow, she's really doing amazing, taking amazing strides in her career. (laughs) Everyone wants a piece of the show because it's, uh, you know, the last one had uh, Craig Ferguson in it. Did you know that? Craig Ferguson was the old dude. I don't fucking care. (laughs) At least I know who Craig Ferguson is. Well, yeah, Jess doesn't know who that is yet, so, you know. <laughs> no. I, I guess that one ahead of time. All right, last one. Speaking of people we've heard of, hopefully everyone's heard of David Fincher, except for Jess, I'm assuming. Uh, he is the yeah, director yeah. of Seven, Fight Club, Social Network, all the big movies you've ever heard of. And he co-created this whole series with Tim Miller, and he directed his first episode finally. Apparently, Tim, uh, in an interview, said he didn't want to direct in the first two seasons because he thought the show would suck and not get renewed. <laughs> and he didn't want his directing name to attach to it. 
But wow. after the first two seasons were successful, he was like, uh, "Is that embarrassed, huh?" He didn't want to. Well, he didn't want to be embarrassed. But after the first two seasons were well received and it was renewed for a third and a fourth uh, season, oh. then he decided to team up with an old writer friend of his. I was uh, sick who, that day. What was that? Nothing. No, nothing. Uh, he teamed up with uh, his old writing buddy Andrew Kevin Walker, who wrote Seven, the movie he directed, uh, as well as Eight Millimeter, Sleepy Hollow, a couple other things, um, and they made Bad Traveling. Uh, so ending on Nicole, what did you think of bad traveling? What happened? What, what's going on? Um, I didn't take notes as Jess did. However, I would say large crab with weird man's decaying face on shell <laughs> traitors. Sorry. Uh, you don't, don't have to do it like Jess does it. You can do whatever you understand. want. <laughs> don't quite Wait, are you understand. reciting this from memory or did you write this down? I'm doing this from memory. It's memory, but we saw this the day before, so it's not like it was, you know, forever ago. Don't quite understand what the fuck is going on and why that crab had tick babies. Tick babies, yes! Um, yeah. <laughs> they had tick babies. Yes. Um... Yeah, the, I don't. I don't fucking get any of it. I, not nothing worse than thinking about stinky, smelly, crusty sailors with some weird crab thing. With I don't understand the man's thing on the shell. On what am I trying to say? I have no idea. What is this thing? Claw the fucking claw, the claw, the claw, the crab's claw. Is that the thing crab that? Claw? Is that the thing that was? Is that what was talking? The claw man? Okay. So the crab is using the dead bodies the right as thing? a puppet. Did I watch the right thing? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, you did. You did. No, you did. The crab is using the dead bodies as a pu- as a puppet. He picks the dead body up and he makes a talk for him. Like, so yeah, I want to go to the talking. island. Me hungry. Uh, yeah. All right. I, 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 liked, I liked what the, I don't even know if he was the captain. There's, they make. I'm getting angry now. They make this shit so fucking confusing. It's not confusing at all. It's a very straightforward story. They're sailing. A crab comes on board. He wants to eat the people. And then the guy in charge to do the straws. And then the big guy takes over. And then the the guy, the British guy. But who is the the guy at the end? Is he the original captain? Yes, he's the guy from the beginning. It's not really that important. And they though, tried. Because... They tried to. They tried to exile him or whatever they were doing. Right, because they didn't have faith yeah, in. I like tricks going on there. I like the continued uh, tries of trying to get rid of that fucking guy, but I liked him the best because he was the most wholesome in the end. Uh, I couldn't even tell him apart. They all look the same. <laughs> they all look the fucking same. No, you said it about every movie like and show, nose. though. It's just the animation. Brennan, no, they're all gray. They all look. They're all dirty. There's a bald guy, the young guy, and the captain. They literally could be brothers. Like who the there fuck was the knows? big dude. Don't forget about him. Yeah, the, the, yeah. there are distinct. There's the brothers, the one who's hurt and the one who's not. No, the, they look they're the same, the same to me as well. Fine, there's two of them. You yeah. do know they're together, but you get it, right? You get that there's two of them, and like. But I couldn't hurt. distinguish those two from any of the other ones. Well, well, you don't need to because they're together the whole time. All you know is brothers. What the healthy one's defending the hurt one. That's it. Why is this so hard to follow the story? Because we're tired. It's not hard. Now. It's really not hard. 
It's like watching Jabaro and not knowing the guy's deaf. It's so easy. It's right there. You know in the first 15 seconds. It's so obvious. Jess is quitting on air. The way I watch things is different than the way you Let's watch Let's hear things. Jess's thing about yeah, what is Jess, Jess, what did you think of bad traveling? Okay, bad traveling. Um, giant killer crab on board. Game of straws. Meat eat meat. Making a deal. <laughs> Found the key in the guts. Torin said, "All for one." <laughs> Every last <laughs> very <bite>. pivotal. <laughs> Deciding where to put the monster. Shot two men to ease a crab and buy time. He called Torin in. Killer crab is hungry. Davy Jones locker. Mm. <laughs> he set a trap and Torin's out to kill. Gave the crab the bodies. Set the boat on fire and got away. Yeah, you understood this one pretty well, it sounded like. Yeah. It's not so. about... Uh, she did, but, you know, it's not about understanding it. It's about... It's not? I, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to say it that way. I didn't just want to discredit you, because I liked your, your review. Yeah, hers was good. But, it made sense. Um, I knew what was happening. <laughs> they're, so, they're, they're just short enough to not give me the satisfaction that I, of what I want. But would you want I, to watch it if it was longer? No. Okay, here's where you guys differ, though, and you've said it in the past. Jess prefers these to Black Mirror because she hates Black Mirror. And Nicole, you said these are shitty Black Mirror. So there's there's your opinions. Jess likes things that are so short that you can get them done and not think about them anymore. And Nicole likes 45 minute long things because it's like TV. Right? Yeah, that's about my outlook on life right there. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know why. I want to know why. All of those people decided to go to the vi- the village, and he was the only one that didn't. What does he have with what? What is he in cahoots with the village people? Is it just a moral thing? I think it's just a what is going on here? I think it's just a moral play. Like he's willing to do the right thing and not sacrifice innocent lives so that they can try to stop the monster. And his crew, they're all cowards, and they will they will all turn on him because they want to save their own skins instead and sacrifice the people on the island. That's. You know, it's a morality tale. Please make Nicole's quote, is he in cahoots with the village people? <laughs> because <laughs> <Is> that <what laughs> that's <I said>? amazing. <laughs> All I can think of is, we have a lot he of wanted to go to the YMCA. Episode. I know, I'm going to have a lot of work scrubbing through this one. All right, okay, <laughs> thoughts on bad traveling? I want to know why, if he wanted to get rid of that big crab thingy, he just didn't, and he didn't care about the rest of the guys on the boat, why he didn't just... Burn it in the first place. Blow it up to begin with. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I didn't get the whole. whole I guess he had to be closer to land. I I get he was disappointed at you know when he did the whole you know how many should we take him to the island where there's people or the island where there's no people and they were all just like I could take him to the island where there's people I just want him off the boat and B how are they ever going to get this big crusty and yet gooey thing off the boat with all of his like what did nicole call him parts of the caribbean his yeah his tick children how is uh uh, uh. all right so i can i can know i can give in universe explanation this makes sense because they don't burn it down immediately one because at the beginning they don't know the extent of things going on they're drawing straws the guy who's in charge does not have control of the boat doesn't have the gun that's the turning point as far as like yes the boat getting the key so that's why at the very beginning once he you know makes not friends, but, you know, he's able to communicate with the crab. Then they're at a point where they're in the middle of the ocean. The closest thing is still the island. And right. his goal is to get it away from the island to a deserted island so that it will not eat people. 
So right. at the beginning and 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 at the end, because he blows the boat up, he gets in his own little robot, and um, we don't know, but he has at least a chance to survive because there's an island nearby. In the beginning, they're in the middle of the ocean. You know, if they blow their ship up, they're all dead immediately, no matter what. And then you know, there's there's just no shot. So he at least has a plan to try to save everyone. His crew turns on him, so that's why you know no one makes it to the end with him. But yeah, I, I, I thought this was. A... I think it was just a matter of that the people wanted to get off that fucking boat with the crab on the bottom. They'll take the yeah. first place they. That's can why get. they all put well, yes, I understand. Down. The, yeah, that's why they wanted to. Yeah, it's like get him out of here. I don't care what it takes. Like get him. I want to live. I don't yeah. care about the island of people. And then he's the only one who's like, I will not. You know, unleash this thing. I will take one for the team. And his team does not agree. So, all right, I think that's that one. Uh, I picked that one. I said for last one because David Fincher too. Because that's this is the critically acclaimed episode of this this series. Um, I'm sure it'll get nominated for for I I the only question I really have is which ones are going to get nominated for Emmys because I know a couple will like oh, they, they, it happened in the prior season. I'm shook. Nominated <laughs> for what? For Emmys because this is considered uh, oh. this is considered a TV series. So um, yeah, this is oh. one. You know, several Emmys before. Uh, so, will it be this one? Will it be Jabaro? Since that director's won an Oscar and uh, another Emmy for this show. I'm going with um, Jabaro. Could be one of the Dark Horses. Well, I know you guys don't like it. But you guys would hate the other one even more, I guarantee you. Especially... Uh... <laughs> Cleopatra lost her shit. So we're, we're <laughs> I'm going with Cleopatra here. lost her shit. That one's going to get nominated. We're at the end here. Uh, give me a general ranking. Doesn't have to be exact. Uh, Jess, do you have a ranking? General ranking... Mason Rats, Night of the Many Dead. I don't know. The rest are probably equally bad. Does that work? Sure. Two two good <laughs> ones for not good ones. That works. All right. Um, okay. Best to worst for whatever reasons. Uh, so yep. Jabaro, Night of the Many Dead with the zombie situation. Jabaro's the best, you said? Yes. Uh, okay. Three Robots, uh, Mason's Rats. Bad traveling and very pulse. I hated it so much. Your list is almost like the backwards of mine. Pretty okay, close. good to know. Uh, just letting you know, uh, Nicole. Um, I'm with Jess's on this one. I match her. <laughs> so the the Mason's rats, night of the night of the dead, funny enough to be good, and the other four the, are bad. Yeah, those two are the least. Those two. Those two are the least love, death, and robotsy than the other ones. That's <laughs> what I'm like saying. This. I think this one is more like boyish or masculine, like this season. Well, I, like that. I, I think the, maybe the, other. It could be the ones I picked too. Like the other seasons had more things that I feel like were had like feminine vibes. Like this one did not have any of those. I should have, I should have picked my like the the worst ones and showed you guys how bad they are because, you, mm. or maybe you guys would surprisingly like one or two. That would yeah, be you never know. I mean. I really dislike. No, you don't somebody's. have to like them, you know. It's okay. No, you don't have to like them. That's some, but but yeah. Again, ever it's it's over. We're done. We've done three <laughs> of these. We can put this one to bed. We can put Love, Death, and Robots to bed. I won't make you guys watch four when it comes out, even if it's amazing. I know what we're doing. Three is a good. Three is a good one to end on. Um, I'll watch one on your birthday next year. One episode. <laughs> you oh, give me nice seven you. minutes yeah. or whatever. Uh, one episode of season four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I don't think it'll be out before my birthday. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, we're all we're all done. Love, death, and robots. We've done the three. If you want to hear the old ones, uh, I think 
Apple Podcast is weird and doesn't really let you go old old episodes. Um, Spotify, I think, has them. Uh, and I think like Castbox and some of the smaller ones have it, but they're all on our website, uh, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Um, all old episodes, all the way back to our first one, Green Book. So if any of the, uh, any episodes you want to hear that are old from past years and they're on and you can't find them on your regular app, it's on the website. You can stream them right from there for free. And I've done it before. You can download and still do other stuff on your phone while it's playing so it doesn't it's not like it's you have to be on the screen or whatever uh so that's love everyone have fun these past couple of love death and robots good time you guys Mm -hmm. like like four out of the 18 episodes i gave you so that's pretty good Mm -hmm. something like that (laughs) pretty good (laughs) success rate pretty good overall we're tired (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, we just had to, we had to take a break. Give something to give a host pick something streaming because we've been in the theaters. We're going back in the theaters. We're staying in yeah. the theaters because big stuff is out. Uh, July is coming now, so those things, uh, Marvel thing, horror movie, Elvis is coming. I don't know this stuff. Uh, if you want <laughs> to recommend things to us, films with the women in my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show films with the women at gmail.com. Thank you guys for indulging me one last time on Love, Death, and Robots. You're welcome, Brennan. Yeah. <laughs> Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.